Dealer Live is brought to you by TrueCar. Access an exclusive audience of lower funnel car buyers through our network of over 500 affinity partners, including USAA, Sam's Club, and AAA. Close more sales in a cost-effective way. There's never been a better time to become a TrueCar certified dealer. Live. That's what we are. We are live. This is Dave Villa, and I am here. <laughs> with the with the one he came at the last Ooh. minute came in at the last minute came on in running man what's up dave was man i'm doing good man how are you hey, we're like further apart or something man aren't we yeah we are something like going uh, on separation here. anxiety yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna scooch in scooch in I, hey i'm excited about today's show make sure you do me a favor and uh share the show do yourself a favor do everybody that's in the automotive business in your network of favor and share the show. Why? Because we have an outstanding topic today that we're going to be talking about. We've got a great, great segment today with some wonderful dealers, man. Um, absolutely. I'm going to tell you what's represented today, Dave, is um, some of the top dealers in the United States. And we're going to be discussing something that affects everybody from the dealer level all the way down to the salesperson level and everyone in between front and back. And that is the, the process of tomorrow's showroom. The pro, or I'm sorry, the, the, uh, the, the health, the uh, status, what's uh, the word I'm looking for? The condition of tomorrow's showroom. Where is this industry going? And um, we've got some, uh, you know, some controversial opinions and, um, and you know, from from uh, certain individuals that are going to be on today, then we have some statements from uh, others, and so we've got just a lot of things that we're going to be talking about. And uh, so we're going to be talking about the showroom. We're going to be talking about um, some 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 uh, the revolution of the car, the evolution of the car business mm -hmm. um, from certain perspectives. And it's not something that we haven't touched base on, but we've had such great traction and interaction with this topic that we decided to bring on some really uh, strong. Um, dealers in various parts of this country that are moving some serious metal. Yeah, and I look at the names here: Glenn Lundy, Matt Lasco, John Marazzi, Brian um, Benstock. Brian Benstock. I mean, Rick Reichardt. Yeah, I mean, literally. <laughs> I mean, when you go through that list of names, it's like they're all you know, uh, not just. I don't want to call them heavy hitters. I don't want to call them leaders. I will. I mean, they're 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 leaders. But what I'm saying is, like, they're the best in the country. Yeah. In these areas, yeah, and, and, and here's a, here's the thing, man. It's so it's so great, and it's what I love about the show. Uh, and, and I say I love the show, not because we do it, not because it's it's our show, it's your show. I like the show because we we are, you know we're gonna have here in just a few minutes um, incredible dialogue. Um, you know, you know, discussing multiple opinions on this, and, and and I'm not really sure you can say that anybody's wrong. What I can what I can say is that there are multiple. Um, uh, not only opinions, but those opinions are rooted in um, in, in, in history, uh, not ancient history, but current history, you know, last week history, last month history. And so these dealers, are, you know, these dealers really have some um, some insight, I should say. And I think that this is something that a lot of people that are, you know, investors or, you know, that are interested in dabbling in the auto industry. This is a show that they're probably going to grab a hold of and want to hear what these guys are saying, because. What what makes it tick? And, you know, um, I love what Glenn Lundy said. 
you know, he and I, uh, I was on Rise and Grind last week, and I think it might have been on that show. It may have been on another episode of his show. It may have just been in some discussion I've had with him recently. I'm not really sure which one. But one of those three, Glenn said something that um, I think, you know, he said that, that um, this, uh, this recent, uh, you know, um, revolution movement i guess that he's part of in the car mm-hmm. business that's coming out of you know the hustle and grind and the sales hustlers and what he's seeing yeah. in his movement he said it's an, it's it's an, it's reinvigorated and reinstilled a um a uh, a belief in the future of this industry and 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 really the the people that have said quote I'm going to disrupt or this industry is going to get disrupted. It's kind of put faith back in, um, in, into this industry and the people of this industry. And I'm interested to dive into that a little more with, uh, with Glenn and with John Marazzi, Matt Lasko, again, Brian Benstock and, um, you know, and Rick, Rick Reichart here, uh, Rick said some pretty powerful things that we're going to share with you as well. And I think, let's just say this, Dave, um, Rick Reichart, the number one used car dealer in the nation. Okay. Um, and so, and that's just, that's not like this year. That's like, you know, the, the guy who's, who's, who's doing it over and over. And I know Glenn Lundy and the guys in Paris, Kentucky at Dan Cummings Chevy and also Dan Cummings Chrysler, um, a brand new point there. Um, you know, they are, and, and I believe if, if I'm not mistaken, I'll let Glenn clarify that they're number two as far as used cars. And again, I don't, I don't want to misstate, but I think that's what I, I think I'm accurate, but I know this, they're moving about 900 cars a month and they're doing it. They're doing it not because they're in a massive area. They're doing it with massive culture and with people. And you got Matt Lasko. This in Fenton, Michigan. I mean, mm-hmm. when, when you say f- Michigan, you think Flint, right? Or you think, you know, you, know, you don't think Fenton. Right. And you don't think Detroit. Grambling. Huh? Detroit. Yeah, but you don't. Yeah, you do. But you don't think Fenton. Right. And you don't think Grambling. But, but Matt is moving over 350 cars in Fenton. By the way, 10 years ago, when I first started working with Matt and he took the store over, he and his brother from his father, these guys were moving like 80, you know? So, I mean, this is, this is not like mm-hmm. a massive store, you know, 10 years ago. This is a store that's evolved. And I want to hear how he did it. Mm-hmm. And then he took a Mitsubishi point that was awarded to them just over a year ago. And I think the numbers, I, they're in the top 30. And I think they cracked the top 20 in the month in the, in the nation re- recently. And these guys are moving it from Mitsubishi. And they have John Marazzi, man. Um, we've had John on. What a brilliant mind in the auto industry. But John is crushing it at Brandon Honda. We, we see John's stores because we're here in the community with Sun Toyota and Brandon Honda. Two stores that before John equ- acquired them, the Morgan Auto Group and John Marazzi became the managing partner, they weren't doing what they're doing. <laughs> no, not, not at even, all. Yeah, not close. And uh, I know at least the Toyota store uh, was a very successful store. We're not talking about stores that were taken over that were dogs. We're talking about good stores that became so much better. I mean, the, a lot of people didn't believe that they could raise the bar much higher at the Toyota store because they had done so well for so long. But the, to see them make that leap it has been amazing. And, you know, when I look down this list again, Dave, we'll talk about the best in the country mm-hmm. and and they're not satisfied and some of them are in like you said not the maybe the most likely places you would mm-hmm. automatically think right so that means they're doing something not only right but if they have certain handicaps oh my gosh you have to be you have to be on your game right. in order to overcome certain obstacles and still be at the top in the country it's it's crazy yeah absolutely and you know i do want to give a shout out to uh to uh, rudy el patron too i know brian weiss and some guys are saying brooklyn mitsubishi um i saw some numbers uh just last week and and um, brooklyn number five in the nation 
um, in Mitsubishi. That's pretty astounding what, what you're doing up there. Great job, mm-hmm. um, Rudy, man. Um, excellent job with what you're doing up there in that market with Mitsubishi. But, you know, um, and, and this is not based on, you know, size. Obviously, uh, we got some great dealers all over. This is a specific discussion. I'd love to hear El Patron weigh in on this topic as well because um, Brian Benstock uh, is up in that market, and he's really one of the um, the uh, champions of the message of how the car business is, is going to be disrupted. And he's even mm-hmm. – he's not just talking it. I mean, he's – you know, right now Brian Benstock's going to be a Honda few – Number one Honda store, right? What's that? Number one Honda Number store. Number one Honda store. Can't argue the, with that. You can't argue with that. Um, and Brian is going to be um, a little bit uh, late onto this call. He's going to be coming on here in the next few minutes. He'll be coming in and joining because he um, – I knew he was coming out of a four-hour meeting with Google – um, and so he's running a little bit behind, but when he jumps in the car, he's going to call in. So we're going to start with Glenn, Matt, and John, and then uh, then uh, Brian's going to join us here in just a few minutes um, as well. But he's one of the uh, the voices, I think, that's this bringing the, the, the controversial thought process. And I think where the controversy lies is not as he succeeding with it, because you can't argue that. Mm-hmm. I think the controversy is, you know, this message is wherever he's going, he's speaking it in every market. And there's yeah. there's just some disagreement in 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 uh, and, I, and that's what we're going to yeah, talk about. Yeah, and you talk about the condition of the showroom and where it's headed. I mean, is it? I, I was thinking just a few minutes ago as you were talking. You know, is it? it should every market? Does it need to be the same condition? I mean, you know, I don't think so. Yeah, so I don't we'll, think so. We'll see how that ties I mean, in. Either I, I don't either. I think whatever is the most effective way to move forward <clears> in your market uh, is great. But I also have a lot to uh, to ask our panelists about today when it comes to that movement that we're seeing mm-hmm. with the with the grind with the sales hustlers and uh, I think it's uh, invigorating more than anything Dave <clears throat> I think it's inspiring purpose right. we hear a lot of now about why people come to work you know they want to have a purpose and be a part of something bigger and and I think that uh, I think that's one of the things that uh, one of the benefits of what's going going on with this explosion of uh, culture in yeah. the car business so uh, you have a mic. Don't talk in my ear, Lou. <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. The uh, guests are on, and we certainly don't want to make Glenn Lundy and Matt Lasko and John Marazzi Ooh, wait no. any longer. We are going to go to just a quick couple of minute uh, break here. But here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to take a page from – I'm going to do it Glenn Lundy style. I'm not going to dance, by the way. I danced last week on Rise and Grind. I thought I did a pretty good job. I mean, for oh, being man. whiter than, uh, than, than, than Wonder toast, Bread. Toast. No, I'm just kidding. I am, I'm Latin. But, I mean, I can't dance. But I dance pretty dang good on Rise and Grind, man. You got to go back and watch that last week, last Friday's episode. I did all right. But um, I'm not going to dance, but I am going to ask you to share. And here's what we're going to do. You see these hats right here. Um, you guys, if you're watching uh, watched anything that we launched recently, um, we Serial Sales Academy has blown up here. And we've got, just as of yesterday, Kim told me, you didn't know this, 3,225 companies have enrolled as of yesterday Woo-hoo. into Serial Sales Academy. Guys, that's strong. All right, that's strong, man. That's awesome. Thank, th- thankful. I'm grateful and thankful. But we launched a massive, a massive, what we feel is a disrupting training platform into the auto industry. Serial Sales Academy has already been in, but we've launched Auto Deal University, and we're going to give away some hats today. So I'm going to ask you to share. These hats are cool. Look at this, man. Look at this hat right here. And we're going to give away, we're going to announce it at the end of the show. We're going to give away, um, you'd be the first one. Nobody can, nobody can buy them. Nobody has them. They're just coming in. You see some of these right here. You're going to get an Auto Deal University hat. And so share the show, and we're going to draw names at the end, um, and we'll announce the winners. So just make sure you share the show, and then you will be in the drawing to win one of these cool hats. 
And uh, Dave, I guess we're going to be bringing on this guest here in just a minute. Yeah. We're what do you think? A commercial break. You ready? I'm ready. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Share the show. All right, we're back. We're back. Thank you guys so much for joining us. So let's jump right into this amazing uh, all-star <coughs> panel of dealers and uh, car guys all around. These guys are moving some serious iron, and we have the uh, the one and only. I mean, the man that is all over social media in Paris, Kentucky, at Dan Cummings Chevrolet. Um, outstanding manager running a movement there, Glenn Lundy with us. We have the vice president of Alaska Auto Group in Fenton and Grand Blanc, Michigan, um, Matt, Mr. Matt Lasco. We have the managing partner at Brandon Honda and Sun Toyota and uh, John Marazzi on the phone as well. In just a few minutes, uh, the the uh, managing partner, I guess, or vice president, general manager of Paragon Honda and Acura, Brian Binstock, will be joining us as well. And um, thank you so much, guys, for, for joining us and uh, for allowing us to pick your brain on this topic that everyone's talking about uh, in the industry. And Dave, I'm going to throw it to you, man, let you kind of go with the first question here. Yeah, thank you, gentlemen. Thanks for joining us, as uh, Dave just mentioned. And uh, I'm going to kick it off with Glenn Lundy, uh, General Sales Manager Dan Cummins, uh, Chevrolet in Paris, Kentucky. Uh, just absolutely killing it out there. And first of all, Glenn, thanks for what you're doing on a daily basis in the morning uh, with your Rise and Grind show, getting up early, uh, talking with rock stars, <laughs> motivating people. Um, it's obviously uh, contagious at your store with your culture. We see so many things. And, you know, today we're talking about uh, the condition of the showroom and maybe what that looks like as we as we move forward. But, you know, you got pretty fired up uh, just a day or two ago when you, uh, you know, saw a, a video that was put out by Brian Benstock and who's going to be joining us, by the way, uh, and being able to comment and kind of go back and forth on uh on his message, but share with dealers across the country what you took away from the video and maybe um, how it's impacted you and your message to your your uh, your people. Well, you know, first of all, Brian Binstock is a he's a genius, man. Mm -hmm. The guy, the guy, the guy's a genius, and I really respect and admire uh, what he's done for for his for his dealership up there in New York. I'm really excited because he is going to be. Uh, sitting in the chair, chair dancing tomorrow morning on Rising Grind, just nice. like my man David Villa was <laughs> nice. uh, the other Friday. So he'll be chair dancing tomorrow. Um, I'm really excited about that. But uh, as far as his, his video, I'd seen it once before. He'd done, he'd done a, a speech, and I saw kind of how his dealership runs. And then even more impressive than the virtual way that, that you know the frictionless car sales that Ryan Binstock is focusing on. What's even more impressive was he had a 28% increase in sales mm -hmm. year over year, 28% man, and that's when he was already selling you know 450 cars or something like that. So 28% is huge. It's not like he was selling you know 100 and now he sold 120. He was selling 400 plus cars now he's selling 537. And so I think you can't ignore that statistic more than anything, you know, a 28% increase in sales. Obviously, Brian Benstock is on to something. He obviously has a good idea uh, in his mind of what the customers, what our buyers are looking for, and he's tapping into it in a couple ways, not just by offering them the experience that they're asking for, but he's advertising it in the right way to where even guys like me are getting excited about it. And if I'm getting excited about it, you know customers are getting excited about it. Absolutely, and, and and thank you, Glenn. And and uh, one of the things I know, Matt, um, going to Matt Lasco just for a second, and I want to read a, a statement. Um, you guys uh, were privy to the statement. I uh, emailed it to you. 
um, earlier that uh, Rick Reichart, um, who was scheduled to be on, had a, a Hyundai meeting and uh, was was very disappointed he couldn't be on. He actually told me that he loves this topic and obviously respects everybody on the panel. Um, and but he he asked me. He said, "Can I can I send a statement?" Just in general, and I'm going to read that. But Matt, you know, you've been on a couple of times with with Brian, and and uh, I don't think that anybody, um, anybody, anywhere, um, like Glenn said, can deny the the growth and what's going on there. Um, but you know, you know, we this industry and Cribs and I talked about this a lot. This industry is represented all over the world, right? And of course, all over the nation. And then you have Canada that watches very closely. You know what the auto industry in the United States. And try to you know you know uh, follow suit and so forth. We just launched a big deal in Canada, and we're seeing dealers they they love what America does in the auto biz- business. A period. But you know, uh, Brian, you know, you had mentioned many times, Matt, um, that it's not necessarily for everyone, and, and, and we've had dialogue even privately and in focus groups with dealers where you know dealers are saying, "Look, my market's a little different, and um, some of the things that you know, some of the things that I do wouldn't work." somewhere else and and vice versa and then there's some things that can kind of plug and play that we can all improve upon won't you touch base a little on that as well matt as we kind of just kick this whole dialogue you know uh kind of get this whole dialogue going a little bit so matt lasco i'll go to you on that you're right on dude i would agree that uh all markets are different and uh definitely in that gigantic metro market some of the things that brian talks about how he feels like, you know, there'll be uh, inventory lots off outside of the city and showrooms that, that uh, you, you know, aren't, aren't of today's world. That's probably true in some metro markets. To be honest, real estate in big cities is, is becoming untouchable for, for our type of a business. But what I, I really think that is true is the dealers, not the whole have to listen to their market. And I know you're going to talk about Rick's comment. Ours is very similar. You know, we've been delivering cars to someone's house for 25 years. That's not anything new. Mm-hmm. But it was a different reason. We had you on the phone. Hey, uh, it was the, the, the wife's at home watching two kids. I can't leave the house, but I'd like to buy it. We, we don't want to wait four days because we might lose this deal. So I'll tell you what, miss, what if I type the paperwork and bring it to your house? Those type of things were being used. They were being used by the dealer to help you close the car deal, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what what... Brian's philosophy is is that, that every buyer is looking, he wants to buy from home. And what most dealers are finding out, especially over the last 12 months, is very few of them don't want to visit the dealership. They actually do want to visit a dealership, drive a couple different models, see if the, you know, the Eclipse Cross is as big as the Outlander and what's the seat feel like and things like that. So I don't think that it's going to take over the future of car buying for a long time. Mm-hmm. Will there be different avenues? Are these manufacturers going to put some stuff in the mall like Tesla's done and have people sit inside of cars? Yes, but I also think that, that you're going to have the natural traffic through service departments. It's nice to say you can go pick up and deliver every car until you're in a rural market, mm-hmm. until you're in Paris, Kentucky, and, and you've got to drive an hour and 15 minutes away to someone's house to pick it up for a recall that pays you $54. Mm-hmm. That's not going to be possible. And the manufacturers are squeezing dealers, not paying them more to do repairs. So is it something that we all need to be aware of and, and offer the service? Yes. I, I'm a firm believer that it's not going to take over the vast majority of shoppers for a long, long time. Okay. 
Um, before John, I'm going to let you weigh in on it, but let me re- read uh, Rick Reichart's uh, statement here. And then, you know, I know that you you guys listening, just you know, just bear with me here. I know it's, it's hard sometimes when when you read a statement that's you know decently in length uh, to grasp it. But Rick Reichart, who you know, if you don't know Rick, I mean, obviously uh, Rick Reichart, top used car dealer. I mean, the guy's moving some serious cars in Ohio. He said this: We launched an actual digital retailing tool, Autofy, on new Ford and used cars last year. He said, based on recent results and activity, and in quotations, 117 vehicles sold online this summer, we asked those eligible for home delivery, paperwork, e-signed, and finance products chosen, if they want to take delivery at the showroom or at their home or office. He said, what we found, John, is what customers have been telling us for years. Buying a car takes too long and that it's still the number one pain point because 100% of them uh, 100% of them responded, I would love to come to the dealership to take delivery. They're excited to learn how to use the features of the vehicle, celebrate delivery. 45 minutes doesn't bother them. It's the 3.9-hour current national average that takes to buy a car. He said, I see a future of boutique shopping storefronts at retail areas like Lincoln is experimenting with. Service, inventory, etc. will be off-site where land is more affordable. Guests will shop vehicle info, conduct transaction, etc. in the storefronts with delivery there or home, and all stores will offer pickup and delivery for service. Waiting rooms won't be necessary. So that's Rick um, making a statement there, John. And you know, I know that you run two you know very successful stores. Obviously, one of the stores in Brandon. We're in one of the top growing areas, Riverview, not too far from you in the country. So what, what's your what's your opinion on 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 this topic? And and is it really as much as a disruption as some would say? Well, it, it's a really good question because um, it, it encompasses so many different avenues. Um, I agree with Matt that each market is different, and I would ask Rick, what's he going to do with the 35 or 40 acres and the buildings he currently has uh, if everything's going to be boutique and storefronts? Um, you know what I would what I, what I would say to dealers uh, listening right now is keep in mind to what's going on in the industry, but be very careful that you don't buy in hook, line, and sink and uh, and, and sinker onto completely changing your business model. Um, you know our business is really simple. You know part of Rick's statement was. They, they want to do their research online, but they still want to come into the dealership to buy the car. I believe that that is exactly the case. So what dealers really got to do is you got to concentrate on making sure that you're providing what the consumer is asking for. Um, you know, I, I did a quick look, uh, David, um, of all the companies that were going to cha- change the world over the last 10 years. You got Says, Carvana, Shift, Cars Direct, Auto Bytel, Shift, uh, Vroom, Joy Drive, Tread, Rally Road, Auto Gravity, Drive Flow, Flex Wheels, Karma, Fair, uh, Borrow, Drive Away. And can anybody tell me any of those companies that are successful? And the answer is no. And if you go way back, this is not where, I mean, if you remember Jock Nasser with Ford Direct, and if you remember Scion with Pure Process, and you remember BP and GM with Shop Click Drive, uh, you look at any of those programs where a third party and or the manufacturer tried to get involved, and every single one of them was a complete failure. 
The answer is for the dealer to tighten up their own business. Make sure your digital advertising's right. Make sure your reputation management is tight. Make sure your 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 desktop website, but more importantly, your mobile website is tight. Make sure your research on your site is done. Make sure you have an unlock feature. Make sure your conversion tools are working. And then more importantly, if 70% of the people are payment buyers in this country, do you even display lease payments and retail payments on your website. So they're really what needs to happen. Now, I'm not saying that in a very densely populated city, there won't be storefronts. I, I was just at the Mercedes store in LA uh, a couple days ago. Yes, they have a land and a capacity issue, but the normal, the dealerships that have approved facilities right now and the land to service their customers, all they got to do is focus on being better business people, specifically on the digital internet side of their business. Thank you, John. <laughs> was that was that Glenn? <laughs> I feel like we could end the show on that, but uh, that was my uh, drop. <laughs> it, it, yeah, uh, John, I, I love the comments and appreciate them. Uh, let's go to Glenn Lundy uh, for a response. I know Glenn, Glenn, you've, you've heard Matt and John uh, both speak. Maybe come back around and and uh, and give us your take. Well, I agree 100%. I love what, uh, what, uh, Rick Riker, you know, said there about the, the customer always wanting, I, I believe, I don't know about always, but I believe the customer is always going to want to be able to come out, touch the product, feel it, because it's an emotional purchase anyway. It's not just a normal standard transaction. However, I think what we can't miss, uh, especially with what Brian Vince was talking about, it's not, it's not the delivery to the house. That's, that's not, that's not the point. You know, like he said, like uh, uh, Matt said, you know, we've been delivering to the house forever. That's definitely not the point. The point is we can shave three hours off of the customer buying experience by giving them the option to go through and pick up their vehicle and arrange their financing and do all of that as though they were going to take delivery at the house. Let them know that they have the option to take delivery at the house, even though they're not going to take it. But then they can show up at the dealership and they're in and out in 45 minutes. And that really is the area we have to focus yeah, baby. on. That's what the customers want. They want the experience. They want the power. They want to know that they have these options. Uh, but it's not necessarily, you know, it's not going to be the end all of showrooms, of dealership showrooms. I don't believe that at all. Uh, we just want to shave that experience for the customer overall by letting them go through most of the process at home in their pajamas. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you know, and, and so, okay, that Matt, you know, uh, you want to add to that a little bit? Because I know, I'm gonna, again, I don't want to speak for Brian, and he's, uh, any moment here, he's going to be joining us. Um, and I want to give him the ability to obviously, because there's a lot that he said, especially on the show here, and he does have a lot of, I think, uh, you know, of concepts, and, and, and uh, he covers a lot. Matt, you've been on a couple of shows, but maybe, um, you know, hearing what, what Glenn and, and, uh, and then hearing what John had, uh, have to say, do you have maybe something else you want to comment on this while we're waiting on Brian? Well, I, I think that, you, you know, the, the guests you have on and the intro you gave, right, you spoke of very highly qualified car guys and super successful. I mean, you think of what Marazzi does and what Glenn does and, and the Cummings, they're great, right? Well, we're all in agreement. I think the real area, and I'm very fortunate, I have a Jay Lasco, right? So our digital world, our ability to give you what you want with from your couch in your pajamas 
is outstanding. I can text you any link you need, any video you want, any credit app, everything, etc. That allows me to be able to do high volume in a quick time because, frankly, the other industry issue is, is you can't compete against Amazon and Google to hire enough people in dealerships today's world. So you don't have enough to handle a ton of traffic in store all day long. You need to make it so when they do show up at the store, you can make it a quick, efficient sale. So by listening to what John and Glenn just said there, if you're a smart dealer, no, I, I don't want information overload you to where you can't, you, you can go shop and I lose you for a hundred dollar deal to someone else. I want to comfort you with enough things online that make you say, I've done all my research on this site. This dealer has all these cars in stock. They've given me the yes that all these different items I want are there. So when they show up, we can make a quick, wise decision and therefore give them a great experience. And that's how you keep in-store need and necessity and, in my eyes, help because it does strengthen the ability to close a deal or turn a profit um, for the dealers going forward. Hmm. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, man. I'm yeah. with you. <laughs> So let's go, let's go back to John uh, for a moment, and I just want to get your opinion, John. I mean, do you think that dealers over-focus? I mean, you, you kind of caution them to, uh, to not hyper-focus on the companies that are going to take over, watch too much. I mean, what's the, what's the right balance as far as looking and taking away things from these other companies that coming in the marketplace and, and being, you know, being overly concerned? John, did we lose Mirazi? All right, so yeah, I got you. Okay, okay. Uh, so right. we, what, what, what I want to, what I say, caution on are the people that want to try and run our business, the people that want to garner our customers and sell them back to us. Um, you want vendors and you want partners and you need widgets and you need to make sure that you're constantly exploring how to do things a little bit better and improve the tools on your website. But what you really want to do is you want to make sure that you're controlling that and you're looking at it. You're you're not looking for this magic formula that's all of a sudden going to revolutionize the car business. They, you know, what, what we do, we focus on the, the, the uh, customer experience. So test how long the phone takes to get answered when they call. How long does it take to get transferred to the internet department? Does the person that answers the phone, are they able to intelligently talk about the deal, the advertisement, the TV ad, the radio ad, and what they heard? Uh, are you, did, did you develop a unique selling proposition? And, and can you state that? What do you do different than, than anybody else besides just saying you have the best price? And then look your process from start to finish what the templates look like what's the what's the workflow look like and and are you really delivering what you think you're delivering in your internet department and and the funny thing about the traditional car dealership right now is they still focus 70% of their time on the front end and and the tower and the front end lot and when 80% of the business is coming in through the internet department and my point to that, and there's probably a lot of people that are shaking their head going, that's not us. My point is, how many sales managers do you have on the floor? How many internet managers do you have in your internet department? And think about that question. 
I, I love that. You know, Glenn, what I what I love about what John, you know, is saying, and and I and it makes so much sense to me as a business owner, and that's and that's really I could sit and listen to John Marazzi say that, no matter what business I'm in. I I train and teach business people in all different industries, and I could see a John Marazzi, regardless if he is a dealer principal. Uh, uh, in the car business, sit in front of any entrepreneur, any business owner, and have that message right there, and it resonates. And so, what I what I think, you know, and, th- and I'm trying to maybe translate this and kind of uh, bring this to you, Glenn, is is that's really a lot of where the the industry as a whole and even business as a whole loses it, because John said, and somebody commented and put a little little pow there on Facebook said the people that want to run our business. He quoted Marazzi there, and so I, I think that that's such a powerful statement, Glenn, because. The reality is, if you if you hire the right people, sometimes we're so geared to hiring salespeople, and you know we think we, you know we're so comfortable with them because because they're salespeople, man, and so are we, right? And we understand that lingo. But I'm going to tell you, some of the most powerful people in my company are the back behind the scenes marketing and internet people that literally can do things that that allow us to maintain control of our business. What a powerful statement, Glenn. If we if we knew what we have at our fingertips, if we just tapped into the potential of people out there with the right skill sets and talents, you know, that might be different than yours or mine, right? I can't do it, but I can I can sure surround myself with somebody who can. Glenn, talk about that and how the power of culture and and surrounding yourself with people who can do what you can't do. People, 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 brother. I'm all 100% about it. Uh, I don't know where I read it or who said it. Uh, may even been Sean Hayes. Who knows? I'm always listening to all kinds of different people, which, by the way, this panel, I'm, I'm loving just listening to John and Matt. Like, I could sit here and just listen to these guys and learn so much from them. So I appreciate you guys' time and energy and being on the uh the show with me today I'm, I'm i'm hearing some good stuff um but as far as you know if you're if there's something you're not good at just plain and simple there's an area that you're not good at you know for example uh, josh cummins at our dealership here josh cummins is a digital wizard that's how his brain works he understands that side of things he understands you know where to put stuff and the little cookies and the little attachments and how to retarget and that's his deal that's not my deal like at all and i've spent hours and hours trying to learn it uh and at very best at very best i will be average at it i will never be a pro at it so instead of spending hours and hours you know trying to learn something that i'm only at best going to be average at i try to make sure to focus my time in the area that i'm good at you know as far as building people uh, managing my staff connecting with my staff creating a movement getting these guys motivated uh, digging into uh, the processes and making sure that our customer experience is over the top, the creativity level of our social media, the creativeness of our posts and of our of our, our advertising and our targets. That's my area. That's what I do. Uh, and I make sure across the dealership that I've got guys in the right positions, the positions that they're going to excel at, that match their personalities, that match their work ethic, that match. Uh, and it puts them in an environment where they're excited to come to work every day. Uh, and that's really how we're able to, you know, how we were able to increase sales 800% over the last seven years. Yes, we've tweaked processes. Yes, we've, we've uh, you know, added tools and technology that make us better. Uh, but ultimately, even with the vendors and whatnot, we've 
cut back on a lot of vendors as far as our review response and our reputation management and all that stuff. We, we, we do it all in-house, man. Mm-hmm. We do it in-house with people that understand who we are and our image and how we do things. Uh, because the people inside the house are the ones that are going to take care of you the, the best, you know. They have a vested interest. And so, That's good. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely a firm believer. Put the people in the right spots where they can, they, they can, they can succeed and watch your business grow. That's good. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So let's go over to Matt. You know, I had a, a question, you know, we were talking about uh, how, you know, culture is becoming such a big deal. And we just heard from uh, Glenn talking about how, how he looks at Sean Hayes, Sean Hayes, a leader of the sales hustlers group. And we are seeing a movement all over the country within the industry. And it's almost like uh, the that is providing us maybe and, and, and you share with us. But is that taking a little bit of pressure off of you that uh, salespeople are becoming more empowered through social media and feel good about their culture just because they're tuned in to what others are doing? Well, I think it, it might uh, raise the bar for some of the ones that thought they were doing everything they could just do to, to succeed. Um, let's say I was a good sales guy, and I've been selling 18 cars for a long time. And I heard my boss for five years say, get a Facebook page. And I heard my boss for five years say, you got to work on a referral plan. And I, I never have really done it. But then I watch a couple of these guys out there, whether it's the Davenports and the Bill Haves and sales guys that are active, right? Mm-hmm. And I say, wow, if I was doing this, how much more could I sell? And I think that's the plus for the dealers about those groups. Um, And at the same time, I also think that it might uh, ignite a person that was sitting in a store that doesn't have the culture that they see is out there. And it might make a salesperson look for culture instead of just the chair. And uh, that's good for the good dealer. The good dealer attracts better people. And uh, I, I think culture is one of the strongest things we have inside of our stores. Whether it's the Ford store or the Mitsu store, when we're humming, it's because of the culture. The leaders, all the way down to the prep department, is excited and loves what they're doing, and you just can't fail when that happens. You know, John, um, I, I, I'm, I have the privilege. We had the privilege of being close close to your your dealership, and and uh, you know some of some of your people um, have um, have come, you know, even to some courses and things here, and and just. I mean, one of the things I've told so many people that uh, when I talk about you is how well represented you are. And I mean, I just meet your people. I mean, they're just excellent. And so, I mean, I'm going to go back to and just maybe touch, have you touch base on being a businessman, being someone who, you know, I think that a, a smart businessman is someone who understands you know, how, how to surround themselves. And so when I, when I see different, and I know, you know, again, you know, it doesn't look like Brian's going to be able to I, I, you know, get in here on this conversation, or if he does, maybe he can comment a little later, but because we're going to be wrapping up soon. But m- when I look at some of those comments, again, you can't argue with the success, but when somebody says, Hey, there's going to be a disruption or there's going to be, you know, you need to have, have, you know, watch this because it's going to change the game to the point where you said, you know, it causes people to maybe shift their their business models um sometimes to their detriment i i kind of hear you or see you being such an effective businessman that you are you're doing these things yourself you know so how can someone disrupt when you're already disrupting you're already doing it but you're doing it at the dealer level and some would look at you and go man the guy's a genius in the auto business why the guy i mean when he says different things but you know i mean i mean i mean that sincerely i I really do and I, i can't tell you 
when I went to Digital Dealer, I know you were unable to make it. You had a, um, you know, an illness in, in your in your in your family, uh, you know, f- close family member. But when I was at Digital Dealer, I cannot tell you this past year how many people. Um, we're telling me, I can't wait to hear John, man. I tell you what, he's on your show. I can't wait to hear what he's got to say. And so I, I got to think that the, that it's because of those reasons. And it's why, you know, guys like when Grant Hawking, and I've met him several times, he's come here, your quality assurance manager. I mean, if I close my eyes, the guy sounds like you. He talks like you. And so you, your DNA is, is all over the people that work for you. And so, I mean, is that, is that, is that what dealers kind of need to do? Become better business people like you and Matt and Dan and uh, Glenner? Well, I, I, you know, I really appreciate the uh, compliments. Um, yes, and, you know, the idea is winners win, but you got to make sure that as an individual and um, you're you're doing everything that you can to to. Do the best you can each and every day, and and part of that is you got to educate yourself. And you know, with us, it's it's all about constant, never-ending improvement. It's all about balance, spiritual, emotional, financial, physical, relationship, uh, family. All of our people on the way to work we're listening we have a list of youtube subscriptions that we all listen to we have free uh, uh audible.com audiobooks for any employee in the store um we have our list of recommended podcasts that everyone's listening to and we have our books that everyone's reading and so in our meetings i mean we're we're you know we're we're talking about Aubrey Marcus or Dave Anderson or Tony Robbins or, you know, um, Tim Ferriss. And we're, we're learning different techniques. And then everything that we train, we put in writing. So everybody in our store has what's called a training folder. So, you know, people believe, believe half of what you say, all of what they see. And by retaining, by having that info in print, it, it certainly helps them. And then what I'm, do, what I'm doing personally is I, I take a minimum – of two go to meetings a day with different ideas and and the people i talk to it's real simple it's you got 10 minutes to tell me why i need you and don't be upset if i tell you i'm not interested i mean an example that is you two weeks ago when i talked about me wanting to put a dent in hyundai and kia and you show me that direct mail piece that would kill it and and as much of a fan as as much of a fan of digital i am i dropped that direct mail piece and absolutely killed it and if I didn't have an open mind to that and, and picking someone else's brain and listening to what they say, it would have never happened. So our culture is a culture of winning. Uh, we want to put our boot to the throat of our competition, and everything that we do is about developing the right strategy, uh, but more importantly, executing that strategy. That's good. Wow. Great, great comments, uh, John. And by the way, I think I saw it pop up a day or two ago on Facebook. You might correct me, but happy birthday, John. And he's getting married. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> two two of them in one week, man. Nice. That Congrats. is a true story. <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, wow, uh, great comments. Let's go to Glenn real quick, and let's. we're going to do closing comments with Glenn, uh, Matt, and then we'll probably have uh, John wrap it up. But uh, – Glenn, it's funny, you know, we talked earlier about how salespeople are being inspired by other salespeople, and now we have, uh, you know, uh, just an all-star lineup today of general managers, partners, owners, people that are running stores, and I talk to, I'm not kidding about this, I, I talk with general managers all of the time that I'm friends with 
who some of which have been on the show, and you, these three names here, Glenn, Matt, John, come up constantly, and they go, you know what? I love tuning in because I love. I want to hear from John, or I want to hear from Matt. I want to hear from Glenn. So, Glenn, um, I'm going to give you an opportunity to do closing comments, and uh, and then we'll go to Matt and John again. Well. <laughs> Again, I've been just sitting here listening to John and Matt because they're so strong, man. I guess in my closing comments, like the only thing I want to say is, is you know, I love what's going on in the auto industry right now. Uh, you know, John, John just said it. You know, as far as stepping on the throats of our competition, I'm 100% on board with that. We are, we are, we are winners, and we are here to win. At the same time. I love that we are coming together, the guys that are making the moves, the guys that are playing the game, uh, that are staying you know, above board and doing it in a reputable manner, the guys that are taking care of their employees, like, like John was saying, putting them with, a, with a, the right podcast, making sure they're listening to the, the right things, learning how to live life outside of the dealerships. Like, I love that all of us, that are creating culture and making culture a priority and making our people our priority. I love to see that we are winning this game and that we're getting even stronger together. Uh, I once heard somebody talk about the future of the auto industry and how, you know, it's possible that there could be just 25 to 30, 25 to 30 major players in the auto industry that own all of the dealerships across the country. And to be honest, I love that vision. Uh, I'm sorry for all the little guys out there that want to stick to the old ways and want to do things the old, you know, the, that, that kind of thing. Sorry to you guys, um, but I love guys like Matt and, and John and even the Scott Simons and the Brad Wise and the guys out there that are taking care of their people inside and outside of the dealership. So I hope we continue with this movement, uh, continue to push people into the right, you know, push people in the right direction and ultimately make our industry something that can be represented. I can't wait till a movie comes out that shows the auto industry for the good people that it is and the good that it does in our nation versus all these city slickers and crappy videos and movies that are currently out there uh, in the mainstream media. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Glenn Lundy. I know, Glenn, you're going to be speaking at Hustle and Grind Con and, uh, in October on the 8th and 9th. And, uh, and uh, for those of you that don't have a ticket, make sure you visit uh, hustlegrindcon.com. And um, I know, Glenn, you're going to be staying in the Hustle House. You could probably stay, uh, still have room in the house there if you guys want to check that out. And um, also, man, every day at 530, Glenn, I mean, I'm sure most people watching know already, but in case you don't, at 530 in the morning um, uh, on Facebook, Rise and Grind, hashtag Rise and Grind, you do a show every morning. Um, truly inspiring, man, what you're doing. Thank you so much um, for everything you do. Hey, thank you, Dave, man. I absolutely love connecting with you. I appreciate your show and, and all that you do, do for the industry. You represent us well. Thank you, sir. My pleasure. And then we'll go to Matt Lasco. Matt, uh, thank you, man, for, uh, for, for coming on. And um, I'll let you give your closing remarks here. I think, if anything, this has just been a great discussion with extremely successful um, you know, car guys in the industry um, that, you know, that really, I think, sharing uh, gold, just sharing just really good nuggets of of what can help you be successful. So Matt, I'm going to give you a ch chance to close out. Thanks David. And uh, definitely thank John and Glenn for, for uh, what you share. You know, um, my takeaways uh, and, and things for general manager dealers to think about. Uh, 
a lot of people mentioned it. You heard Glenn say it's nice to listen to Matt and John. Well, John, you did a sales meeting, I don't know, maybe uh, five days ago you talked about uh, a couple key words your dad talked to you. And uh, he said, son, it's your fault. And believe it or not, that was just one of your your sales meetings I picked up, right? And uh, I've used it right. not only at my dealership. I also, we have a CrossFit gym. I've talked to people about things that they, that they can control and not control. And then this, it goes into your, your my, my normal life, okay? Well, that's me. Everyone know 20 plus years in the car business, pretty successful. Um, know how to train and build my own staff, but I'm still trying to make myself better. And I think that some people forget when you get the job is when the hard work really starts. So if you're a salesman and you want the assistant manager job, you bust your ass to sell. So then when you get to be the ASM, you don't get to cool off. You're actually supposed to work harder. And it goes all the way up to the top. So if you want to be the great dealer, you want to be the great general manager, you do have to listen to Tony Robbins, Ben Bergeron, John Marazzi, David Villa, 9 million people out there, and steal the things from them that will work for you and your team. And I also love the fact that Glenn brought up, because we work really hard, I've got a couple great managers that always put good things in front of their salespeople, like the Facebook pages or the, the podcast or hey, you should watch what this sales guy is doing. Um, it's our job to put that in front of them because we're the experienced leaders. And the more you are in your team, the more you make them stronger and they see what you believe in, the better they'll do. Uh, it's the same story we all saw. Uh, uh, if you have a kid out there, you could have grandpa go tell your son a message, the same thing you said for two weeks, but they listen to grandpa. Well, if you see someone spreading the message that you believe in, mm. use that same person to spread that message to your team and you'll go a long way. Good. Well said. Mm -hmm. Well said. So thank you so much, uh, Matt. And we'll wrap it up with John Marazzi. We'll go back to you for a closing comment. Um, yeah, all good stuff uh, today. Uh, you know, great guest on. But, um, you know, I, I talked about training and culture and leadership. Um, you know, the one thing that, you know, I, your original point was talking about uh, the frictionless society and what we can do with customers. I would strongly suggest that everybody shop their own store, and I would do it via your mobile phone. I would look, are you able to get a trade value? Are you, are you able to apply for a car loan? Are you able to see payments? Uh, are you able to do all your research on your own website without ever leaving your website? Because that's what happens. If people can't get the information they need, they go elsewhere. And have you figured out a solution to getting around manufacturer compliance? Uh, most manufacturers will not allow you to post on their invoice. Uh, have you found a solution? And when somebody gives you the PII, is your website unlocking all of your prices, or are you making people go in and put their info in four, five, six times? So I would do that, and I would just understand that most dealers are doing a really, really good job already with their marketing and advertising and getting people to their website. Once they're getting to your website, make sure your conversion tools are rock solid and they're in place, they're working, and your parsing is, is working perfectly. And then, more, and then more importantly, when you're, if you're getting those leads already and the average dealer is closing 12 to 15 to 16 percent, 
focus on moving that number three percentage points or four percentage points and you turn out from a good month to an unbelievable all-time all-time record month you already had the action you just got to make sure you're doing a better job with the action you're getting man that's good stuff man guys thank you so much um incredible show incredible comments incredible guests I want to thank all three of you guys for coming on, and I thank Rick Reichart for providing a statement as well. And uh, you guys, I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend, and I hope September just crushes it for you. All right, take care, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Man, I, you know, what, if you, you know, if I'm a dealer, if I'm a salesperson, if I am a, a general manager, if I'm a sales manager, if I'm anybody in the car business, internet manager, if I'm listening, Right now, I'm taking notes because listen. If you, it's it seems like, it seems like okay. Uh, let me put it back over here. Look, it seems like that you know. Um, oh yeah, com, com, you know, convert what you have. But what John just said is it, we kill ourselves as salespeople in general. Listen, and I speak about sales a lot because it's it's in the, in the car business and in the, um, specifically a lot of times the general manager or general sales manager, right, or general manager, it came up through the sales way. Rarely sure. do you see that fixed ops. You do, yeah. but you don't see a lot of times that fixed ops manager. Most of the time, it's a sales manager. Mm-hmm. Well, there's weaknesses in us salespeople, right? And we have to, what makes us effective as a salesperson sometimes can provide weaknesses as a manager if we don't surround ourselves with the right people. And what John said is so important. We kill ourselves trying to be drivers and, and squeeze extra business out of, 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 of a drive instead of a, out of out of performing with what you have mm-hmm. taking what you already have and doing a better job of converting them yep you know because because our nature is to drive yeah so absolutely. we just go that route which which is good but what if you did that and also had somebody over here helping you making sure that your systems were rock solid so to speak well that's so, so wise that's where the fortune is and john even mentioned it hey you know that three percent difference is what changes a good month into a record-breaking all-time month. I mean, you know, and that's where the difference is. And, and, you know, it's not that great of a difference between good and amazing. Right. So Absolutely. So, hey, let's just look say hi. We're going to draw a name here in a minute. We're going to give away an Auto Dealer University hat. If you shared your names in here, and check these hats out, man. If you haven't checked out Auto Dealer University, it's autodealeruniversity.net. And um, it is uh, incredible. I um, just found out yesterday in our marketing department that we uh, signed up company number 3,225, 3,225, and Auto Dealer University is... Um, and it's just getting started. Oh, yeah, 600 Woo. video sets, 16 trainers in Auto Dealer University. Yeah, it's stronger than New Rope. All right, so you want to check it out, autodealeruniversity.net, and uh, take a demo. But we're going to give away a cool hat for you to rock out. But let's say hi, Dave, to some folks that are let's listening. Let's do it. I want to say hi to Matt. Can you read it? Yeah. All right, I'll make sure you can say so how about I do the first like five on the bottom and then, sure. then you go. Sure. Matt Carver, what's up? Joel Curdo. We got Tim Rowe. We got Eddie Stefan. We got Jeffrey Lee Parton. I love it. Jeffrey said, grow daily. Heck, I don't want to sell forever. I always want to, I w- always want bigger and better things. Scott Simons, what's up? Yeah, keep scrolling up. We got uh, Aaron. Whoa. 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 Aaron, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we got Sean Hayes. We got Michelle Polly McLean. Kevin Fry. Michelle. Kevin Fry. Come yeah. on. We got Billy Honaker in the house. Timothy Grant Harrell. Yeah. 
You know, this is, to me, one of the coolest things Paul to show, Clements. Dave, yeah. is being able to just go down and see all the people that are jumping in one after another after another Absolutely. and the engagement. Love those hats, they said. So, All right. Uh, well, let's see. Let's do that right now. Yeah, what do you say? Let's do it. <laughs> all right, Dave. Someone's going to get a cool hat, man. Someone's going to get a cool hat. I don't even have my card in there. Huh? I don't have my card in there. <laughs> yeah, you can get one anyway, man. Uh, Who, who's that sayer? Woo! I'm going to give away two of them anyway. Who's, who won? Who it won? starts with an Eddie and ends with a Stefan. Eddie Stefan. Eddie, you are a winner, my brother. I'm going to give away another one. You guys want another one? Yeah. Heck yeah, they want another one. Douglas Chitrin. Douglas Chitrin. I'm going to give away three. Heck, you know, I'm going to give away four, Dave. Oh, Let's four. just give away four. I'm in a good mood, go. man. You guys Douglas want some hats? Chitrin. Hey, show me some love, man. Come on. If you Show me some love. Show me some hearts. We're getting ready to wrap up here. Let's, let's talk about the next winner. Oh, Aaron. Whoa. Aaron. <laughs> Whoa. You win a hat. Auto Dealer University. Hey, the only condition is you guys got to rock the hats on social media, man. I got to right? see them. Yeah, let's see some selfies. <laughs> I can't give her one. She could get one anyway. That's, that's one of our own. I don't want to give I want to give one more away here. That's one of our own. This Kim Lasorsa. John Gillis. Did we Come give on away down. a female? John Gillis. I got to give away uh, one. I'm going to go into We away one female, I thought. Yeah, that's Kim's. No, no, no. I thought there was another one. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to give away five hats. Here you go. What's, what's that one here? Emily Bauer. Emily Come on Bauer. down. You're the Emily next Bauer. contestant on the Auto Dealer Live hat. You have won a hat. Boom. Hey. All right. Very cool. I love it. Thank you. Very generous, too, by the way. You're giving Man. away so much stuff lately. That's Man, awesome. I just love it. I love, I love this industry. I love these people. All right. Lou, you got anything you, got anything you want to say, man? Any, any words of wisdom? Oh, man. Just... Hey, Glenn, how about Glenn Lundy's voice, man? I mean, like, we're, <laughs> we're asking Glenn a question, and he's like, you know, it's like, it's like strategic pause. It's like, it's like, yeah. He waits. He's like, listen, it's like, well, well, you know, over here, Dan, coming Chevrolet, we rise and grind. It's Glenn Lundy here at midnight on a rise and grind. I mean, it's like Barry, it's like uh, Barry White. Barry White. Like a little bump. I, I don't know why I thought Barry Mallow. Yeah, you almost said Barry Mallow. It's like Barry Mallow. This is Glenn Lundy <laughs> on rise and grind. <laughs> I mean, his voice, man. It's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. You ready, man? I'm ready. Hey, you get a hat too, bro. Come on, you get oh, one anyway. I, dude, you, want one, which, you don't want Dave, one of these white ones, do you? Which Dave went straight Oprah. You get a hat. I got to look you at You get a hat. hat. You, you get, get a hat. hat. You get a hat. No, you get a hat. <laughs> I'm going to check under my seat see if check I want a car. <laughs> All right. Hey, man. Oh, good man. stuff, right? Good Very stuff. Good. Thank you. Next week, my friend. Next week, we'll do it again. Love you, bro. Appreciate right. you. Love you, too. Love we'll you guys. See you next week on ADL.